0: Good morning church, if, uh, if you don't know me, my name is Cody Hill, I'm one of the, the uh, pastors here at FBC Tomball, um, and we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6 today, so if you have your Bible, Ephesians chapter 6, uh, we're going to go through 10, verse 10 through 20, um, and while y'all are turning there, I watched a movie uh, this week, so all my guys that are in the room, I watched The Patriot, great movie, um, it's about... The American Revolution, and it's a fictional story, stars Mel Gibson, um, and he is a former soldier by the name of Benjamin Martin. And so he's retired, and he's living this peaceful life. Um, he's now a woodworker and a farmer. He's a widower that has seven kids. So just trying to live this peaceful life as far away from the conflict as he can. But being within the American Revolution, there's a war at hand. And so his 18-year-old son decides that he's gonna sneak off and join the revolution without his father's blessing. And so some time passes, and one night he's sitting there with his family, and his son comes to the front door, wounded and injured, with the British following right behind him. They end up taking Mel Gibson's son and he's gonna be hung for treason. They start to burn his house, and in the process, one of his other sons dies. So Mel Gibson rushes back into the house, grabs his rifles and all of his weapons and goes to free his son. See, he wanted to live this peaceful life and avoid conflict at all cost but conflict wound up straight on his doorstep. Believers, conflict lays on our doorstep every day. We are at war every day of our lives with something. And the beautiful part is the Bible has given us the tools and the resources to fight these battles. So Ephesians chapter six, starting in verse 10, it says, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the cosmic powers of darkness, against evil, spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist the evil day in having prepared everything to take your stand. Stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet Sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Pray also for me that the message may be given to me when I open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. For this, I am an ambassador in chains and pray that I might be bold enough to speak about it as I should. So starting in verse 10, Paul has been talking to the church of Ephesus and he's listed out all these things. And so he's getting the end of his letter. And he says, finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Church, there's only one place that we can truly draw our strength from. And that is God. He's the creator, sustainer of life. He's a name that is above all names. He's the great I am. He is the thing that is holding everything together. He knows all things. He's in control of all things. And that power is the power in which we, the church, the bride of Christ, we draw our strength from. We don't draw our strength from men in political power. We don't draw our strength from mere people that are just in our lives, but we draw our strength from a holy and righteous God. It is a strength that is never failing and it is a strength that is the same as the beginning, before the beginning of time as it is today and it will be the same strength that continues to go far past when he calls us home. And in 11, we're gonna see this twice and in verse 11, this is the first place we see this. He says, put on the full strength armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. I want you guys to notice here that he says, put on the full armor, right? Put on all of it, not just a part of it, not just some of it. Um, I played football and I love to watch college football, especially, and I couldn't imagine somebody running out on a football field with shoulder pads and all of their leg pads and equipment and no helmet, Right? It's pointless. You're gonna get knocked out. You're gonna get severely hurt. It makes zero sense. So why would we encounter life as believers, as the bride of Christ, given these tools and weapons and not using every resource that God has given us? He says, put on the full armor of God and wise that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. You know, we are at battle with a real enemy. And I think the worst thing that could have happened is the cartoon depiction of the devil. Everybody with me? Red spandex, scaly tail, that weird mustache, horns and a pitchfork. It makes it easy to stomach. It makes it easy to look at, but make no mistake. He is studying you. He knows you. He's at war just like we're at war. And we put on the full armor. We get ready so that when those things happen, we can stand against and we can fight so that there's things that don't take us by surprise. Right, we just prayed for a family. And tragedy has come in And like we said, there are children that aren't home, right? There's a dad, a brother, an uncle, a grandpa that's not home. And if we are not armored up, if we are not ready to face those battles, life will rock us. So put on the full armor. Be ready to stand against the schemes of the devil Right, verse 12, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, and against the evil spiritual forces in heaven. Right, we see spiritual warfare. It's the battle that takes place in the spiritual realm, but because that battle takes place, it influences what happens here, right? Because sin is a thing, it influences people, right? Our battle is not necessarily with each other. Our battle is not necessarily with a person, but our battle is with sin. Our battle is with everything that sin stands for. And the beautiful part about that is this. We spiritually fight our battles, right? There's somebody fighting with us. We're not fighting alone, right? God didn't place us here and say, good luck, go get them. But rather he placed us here and equipped us with the tools, right? And we're going to look at some of those things as we dig in. And we look at verse 13, Remember, I said in verse 11, Paul mentions this once. This is the second time Paul mentions it. Um, And I grew up that my dad only had to tell me something once. Um, And if he told me something twice, I really needed to listen, right? It was important. He wasn't gonna repeat himself again. Paul's saying something super important right here, right? This is the second time he says, for this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day in having prepared everything to take your stand. Church, make no mistake. There's a day when you will have to spiritually fight, right? Maybe some of you are fighting already. Maybe some of you have been fighting. There's a day when we will have to encounter it. He says, put on the full armor so that you may be able to resist in the evil day, right? That day when the enemy comes knocking at your door, right? That day when your marriage seems like it's crumbling and falling apart, right? When you just get hit by wave after wave of life, when all these things are happening, right? When the little things that make you tick, right? The little things that make you lose your cool, The enemy is crafty. He studies you. They know those things about you. And so it says, put on the full armor so that you can resist and you have prepared for what? For everything to take your firm stand. Guys, we are armoring up and should be armoring up every day of our life at every moment Preparing for everything. Putting all of our hope, our faith, and trust in Jesus so that when we fight our battles, we are fighting them through him. And so he begins to give us these tools, these things to fight. He says, take up the full arm. And in verse 14, it says, stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist. Right, what does a belt do? It holds everything up. It makes it secure. Roman soldiers used to tuck their their garments into their waist. They used to tuck their outer wardrobe into their waist, into their belt so that they could freely move and fight. It's what held everything together. We are to wear truth around our waist like a belt. And in doing so, we live in authenticity before God, right? Because God is an absolute truth. There's nothing subjective about his word. There's nothing subjective about his promise. His word is the truth. He is the truth. And when we wear that belt, when that belt is holding everything together, when truth is holding everything together. Don't miss this. The enemy cannot be around truth. Integrity, truth, that's the starting point, right? His word is the truth. So wear it around your waist. Be in his word, right? Know his word. Let the truth of God surround your life. And the next part he says is righteousness, like armor on your chest. Right, church, we are not righteous apart from Jesus. We can't be and it's impossible. There's not a single person here that is good outside of Jesus' finished work on the cross. But we are made new and whole through him. Right, the righteousness that we're wearing around our chest only comes from one place, and that is from God. And how do we live righteously in community with God? By being in his word, by seeking after him, by spending time in prayer, knowing the voice of God. Right, knowing who he is and what his promises are. Church, it's really hard to know the voice of somebody that you don't spend time with. My daughter and my niece were born pretty close together. Um, And so when they were infants, they'd be at the house together and hanging out. And their cries were very distinct and different. But I knew the cry of my daughter, right? I knew what that sounded like. Even now, we're in the store or we're here at church, something happens, right? And somebody cries and I pause and wait. Okay, no, that's not my daughter. That's not her voice, Right? Why do I know that? Because I spend time with her, because I know her, not just on a surface- level, basic point, but intimately. So where the righteousness, we are made righteous through the blood of Christ. The church, listen to me, there's a warning to this. OK? When we're following God and we're living in His truth and we're living in his righteousness, you're putting a massive target on yourself because the enemy cares. He cares about people that are living for Jesus. He cares about people that are making an impact because he wants to stop it. Be ready, stand firm. And 15, and your feet sandaled with the readiness for the gospel of Peace. See, Roman soldiers would have these sandals, but not just your normal sandals, right? They just didn't have like the Jerusalem cruiser ones. They were like the Jerusalem cruiser 0.5, 0.0, whatever, right? They were like the deluxe. They put these spikes on the bottom of their sandals and they dig in. And so when they dug in and, and people would come and push up against them, right? They're standing firm. They're not moving. They're not budging. They're holding fast to their ground and standing firm upon it, regardless of the chaos that we go through in life and regardless of the circumstances and everything that lays around us, there is peace in the gospel. There's peace in knowing who goes before us. There's peace in knowing that the cross has paid for everything already. There's peace in him. Let him be your peace Run to him when everything else is falling apart. Run to him in the middle of the chaos. Stand firm. In verse 16, it says, in every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. See, Roman soldiers would carry this shield, but not only would they have this shield, right? It would be wrapped in some leather or some kind of material depending on what it was and they would wet it. They would soak it. That way when these flaming arrows would fly across, it would stick and extinguish the fire. It would put it out. We are counteracting the flames of the enemy and the attacks of the enemy by our faith. Our faith in Jesus, our faith in the promises that God has made, right? Our faith that he said he would be there and he will be there. Our faith that he is walking with us. The same promise that God made in Isaiah when he said, do not fear for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am the Lord your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Right, that same promise is a promise that still stands true for us today. It's having faith that God is with us and he is in control and he is the one that is putting things in motion and he is the one that is holding it together. And in verse 17, it says, take the helmet of salvation, right? Where does the helmet set? It sets on your head. It's protecting the control center of your body, right? The helmet of salvation is protecting the doubts and all these things that the enemy tries to put in you, saying that you're not good enough, that your mistakes yesterday, they matter, that you can't do this because of who you are. Church, let me tell you this right? That helmet, you are a child and daughter of God. That helmet of salvation, the salvation, right? The moment that God found you, cleaned you up, you gave your life to him and he called you his own. That's your identity. That's who you are. Don't let the doubts of this world or anything else come in between that. Right, when the enemy starts telling you of all the mistakes and all the things that you've done and all your weaknesses and you can't do this because you're not qualified or you can't do this because A, B, and C, right? Tell him to look back at the cross because that's where all that junk lays. He's already done it. Have an assurance in your salvation. There's nothing that's gonna take that away. There's nothing bigger than God. And there's nothing bigger than the finished work of Jesus on the cross. So stand firm in your salvation, protect yourself. And then we see this, right? Everything else has been a defensive posture. Everything else has been something to protect you. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, in the context in which Paul is talking about here, he's not talking about some long sword to fight a distance. Rather, what he's talking about is a dagger in hand-to-hand combat, right up in the action. The word of God is our ultimate weapon, right? You wanna fight your battles? Learn the word of God, be in his word. Let his word speak for you. Right, Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith fought his battles with scripture, right? And Matthew, and he's being tempted and he's going through all these things, what does he answer to Satan? With scripture. He fights his battles with scripture. And if the author and perfecter of our faith is fighting his battles with scripture, why would we try to fight with anything else? Your reason, your logic, right? You in the moment will fail you. His word is consistent and is forever. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. So fight your battles with the word of God. And in 18, it says, pray at all times. Guys, this is so important, right? It's praying at all times, not when it's just consistent or not when it's just easy. Sorry, not consistent. You wanna pray consistently. Not when it's just easy, not when it's out of necessity, not when your life is falling apart and not when you think you need him the most at this time, but in all times, in every part of life, be in prayer to fight your battles for all of it. When you're on the mountaintop and when you're in the valley and when it seems like you're just chugging along, pray at all times and be ready for what lies ahead. He says, pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Guys, be on the lookout, be ready. When I played football, I played on the line, right? And they had this saying, keep your head on a swivel, right? Be looking, My favorite thing to do was run counter and pull plays when you pull as a guard and come up a hole and there's a linebacker not paying attention, right? It was like an early Christmas present for me, boom. Keep your head on a swivel, be constantly looking, right? Because the moments that you're not paying attention and the moments that your guard down, guard is down, you can be assured there's something coming your way. Guys, fight your battles with the armor of God. If we are gonna pursue after him, right? A part of our everyday life is armoring up. And I want you guys to see something about the armor that's listed, right? Everything that's listed is in the front of your body. They didn't say the back plate, right? We're not running away. We're facing the battle head on because the God of all creation, the God of salvation is who fights for us and who is standing in the gap for us. Take on the battles of life with confidence in knowing that it's already been paid for and it's already done. And he is fighting with you. The same God that fought for the Israelites, the same God that was in the New Testament, the same God that is here where we are now, is the same God that fights for you. The same God that fought for you yesterday is the same God that is fighting for you today and will be the same God that is fighting for you until you die or he takes you home. He is always with you. We're going to have the band come back up. Like always, guys, if you need prayer, if you need anything, please come talk to us. Don't hesitate. Right, We're not made to fight these battles alone. We're not made to do it on our own. That's the beautiful part about the bride of Christ and other believers is that we're all fighting a battle together, right? And we're here, we're here just to talk with you and to pray with you. Church, here's the challenge, listen, right here. Armor up every day. Wear the armor of God. It starts with his word. Know his word, know his promises, know the tools that he's given you to fight. Pray, walk with him, right? The greatest resource in this world is the God of everything, right? the God that created this world, the God of salvation, the God that is literally letting the earth rotate, that is letting us breathe, that is controlling it all. We have direct access to him. So go to him, fight your battles, armor up, and let's take life head on. Be ready, church, and stand firm.